from the Comedy Zone at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Spencer Taylor. Comedy Zone Podcast, back at you again. The crew is in the house, the whole crew, like Voltron. We done formed this week. (laughs) We got the band back together. Got Got the band back together. So what's up, people? Spencer, Brian? Nothing. Yeah, really nothing new. End of podcast. Nah, shit. Nothing. Well, it's been, uh, what was it, been two weeks since we all been? It's been, I, well, since we've all been together. I think it's been probably three Three. weeks since the three of us have been together. Because no one, no, no show yet. (laughs) His microphone fell off. Dropped my windsock. What's it called? It's called a a, windsock or a pop filter. Depending, it's the little uh, smooshy foam thing that goes on the on the end of the microphone. I had no idea that it, yeah. what it was called. It Me neither. I thought it was like before. a mic tip. Or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're uh, expensive. They're like this is like a thirty dollar piece of equipment. That's Are you ridiculous. kidding me? Crazy. Yeah, crazy. Expensive. Why don't you just not use Wait, one? Wait, well, yeah. If you don't use it, what happens? Because you just took it off, and we could still. Hear you would it. like you would pop all your plosives oh, to hear how. Yeah, put that shit. How back different? On. Yeah. So you oh. you really kind of because then if I say pop. <laughs> Pop. It's hard. Yeah. Pop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So you need it. So so it's 120 bucks well spent. Is what it was. So, But you've been here all these weeks. It's just we haven't been yeah, here. Yeah, just you slackers. So what has it been like for you? Not, I mean, does it feel weird or just easy, normal? It's a little bit weird. Okay, like last week, like Coco Fresh was here, and she was great. She did. Yeah, I like She's Coco. She's awesome, and I love Coco, but I don't really know Coco that well, or I didn't anyway until last week. So it was a little bit awkward because we really kind of got to know each other. On the air. And then I remembered in the third segment that Coco had beaten me in the second round of the March Madness tournament. I listened to that. I was like, I listened oh, to that. that's, that's right. Yeah. You forgot, had you forgotten that she... <laughs> I did, until like just that moment. I went, kicked oh, your ass? oh, yeah, that's right. You kicked my ass in the March Madness tournament. Uh, <laughs> we didn't really know us when we started. Very well. Did you know Will? I knew Will better than I knew you. Yeah, yeah. Still no Will Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that's still true. <laughs> He's more of an open book. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it... it, it it's just it's weird because you know we had all kind of talked you know before and talked about you know doing the podcast and things like that but then with coco it was just like hey hi coco here we go you know well, so it was a little awkward I but the show went great talking I about doing the podcast no no did we have like a meeting I think I know Will and I did with Lisa, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> again, <if> again, <laughs> I wasn't there. We all talked to him. I'm not part of that. We had all kinds of plans involving Spencer that we didn't. I feel like I showed up and I was like, oh. Well, y'all did an admirable job. And the week job, before. Yeah. I mean, y'all were. I knew I had to get back because I'm like, I'm probably close to getting fired. I mean, <laughs> it sounded a little too good. Like, I yeah, wanted who's it to be. Who's that guy that used to be here? That used yeah. to do the show? I wanted Someone, it to yeah. be good, but not real good. Like, Good enough, then I could come back and cross <laughs> the finish line with it. But uh, now nah, that shit was good without me, so I'm like, no, nah, I got to get back. You're not taking my seat. You know, it's it's worked out. It's still, I mean, you know, it's better with you know the two of you. Mm-hmm. But uh, Coco Fresh did well. Thanks to her for coming in at at the last minute and yeah. um, and helping out. But but uh, yeah, it's been it's been a good three weeks since the the band's been together. So while we were gone, Spencer, what what, what were you up to last uh, week? What was I up to last week? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, work stuff. You had to work, right? Yeah. My hours have been like wonky because, you know, the cow's mom's pregnant 
And she's like at that like pregnant as hell point where oh. she's like real pregnant. She's so Whoa. cute though because her arms and her legs are still so tiny. Only her stomach is gigantic. <laughs> so she didn't like her face didn't get bigger or anything, but her stomach is huge. Um, but a lot she's of men do- built like that. <laughs> stomach but she's due legs. in January. So there's a lot of like wonky hours, you know, and like having to fill in last minute because she she's tired clearly right you know she works as a lawyer like you oh she's a lawyer yeah she's a lawyer and her, the father too and they'll oh, do that all geez. day and then she comes home and then she has the kid and she's pregnant so just a lot now now how is cal taking all this in does he get what's up i don't think he it's it's gonna hit him real hard i think when it happens like he knows it's gonna happen he's like i'm gonna help with baby max but i feel like when baby max is here and he realizes he's not leaving he's yeah. gonna be like no <laughs> you, you think he'll deal with the shine being off of him how's he gonna i don't that? i don't think he's gonna do well with that at all he had a fit the other day because he didn't realize that um he like for months he's been prepped that he has to share his mother and dad and of course he's not really prepped for that but he understands the concept but it, his mom told him yeah and when spencer's watching max and he's like wait a second what? he had no, <laughs> he had on, no idea that yeah exactly that he'd have to share me too and he threw a fit right he's he like, was not pleased he gets watched yeah, exactly <laughs> he is not a happy camper what? so my hours have been a little weird how, how have you been uh, traveling and such oh it's it's been it's your been wife's good. birthday right my wife's birthday I, I took her to Atlantic City. Oh, we went Lord. up to Atlantic City, and uh, man, she loves to gamble. <laughs> like I didn't realize how the extent of it until going up to Atlantic City, and it's straight <laughs> slot machines, straight slots, no card games, no huh. roulette wheel, no crap table, yeah. straight slots. And I'm talking about like when I play the slots, I know to p- I pace myself. Mm-hmm. Like I might push the thing and spin it, and then sip a drink, look around, take it in, go again. My wife is like, bam. Bam, 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 bam. As soon as that wheel stopped, she pushing it again. And I knew to keep the money because <laughs> I, I, I didn't want her to. Because I know what that's like your first time being in a real casino. Like, you will spend your money. Yeah. So I kept the money. And I had like, okay, she would come back and be like, babe, I need some more money. <laughs> and then, then she might, like, I might give her $60, $80, $100. And she'd be back in like 30 minutes and be like, babe, I need some more money. Yeah. I'm like, hold on. Like. This is like a crack habit at this point. Like you gotta, you gotta pace yourself. You can't just pop that button like that. And which machines are is she playing? She's pe- well, she's playing penny machines, okay. but spending dollar yeah. amounts. Yeah, yeah, because you can, you can, yeah, yeah. You don't have to play a penny. You can put it up to whatever you want. And homegirl was playing like a dollar fifty. And then she was like, yeah, but and then I went over to talk to her, and I'm like, babe, you think you want to, you know, decrease the increments a little bit? And she was like, no, 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 you got to spend more to win more. Out of my way. And then she just kept. <laughs> You're better off probably playing a quarter machine than, or, you know, even a 50 cent machine than playing, you penny know, a penny machine. Be, yeah. Because then when you do win, you're going to win more. But there's all the, you know, all the different, like, the combinations and stuff that you can right get and it's totally confusing you have no idea if no, you don't know what you, the machine yeah. tells you and yeah. then when you do when you don't know how much you want it just yeah. like you don't yeah, know yeah, when like, it's gonna yeah. stop it's just random so it was cool and then i the money that i won because i like blackjack I, I hit the car i hit the tables so if i win a certain amount i will cut it mm-hmm. and i'll use that money to treat us to dinner or, or do yeah. something else yeah. with it so we're not spending our budget money yeah which happened. I, I, I played back blackjack. I won like 100. And then I played this big wheel thing. It's not roulette, but there's a big wheel. And you put your dollars or whatever on different numbers. And if it lands on that number, you get 20 to 1 odds, whatever. And I mm-hmm. think I won like 80 on that. So I just took that money and said, okay, I'm going to go watch the football games because we were there Sunday. And, um, you know, spend our money on dinner. So we had a nice time. We, had, we, had, we awesome. you know, had a went to a real nice steakhouse, the Palm up there. Really, really nice. 
um, went to see the new Bond uh, Spectre. Spectre, yeah. Saw that on IMAX. That was thing. I don't have cable, so I never see like previews for oh, things. Oh, yeah. yeah, that you it have was the good. internet though. Right? But I don't go on the internet and say previews for upcoming movies. I, if right, something yeah. comes on that's an advertisement in any way, I'm like, oh, and I turn <laughs> it off. So I don't. So you I don't never, know what's coming. Yeah, I never know what movies are coming out. Yeah, well, that the Bond was, was it good? Yeah, it was good. Because oh, I, I want to see it. Yeah. It's good, man. It was good. That, it's still, what's his head? Yeah, still uh, Daniel Craig. Uh, he's Daniel pretty. Craig. Yeah, I was kind of on the fence about all the other Bond movies, but now these Daniel Craig movies, I, I just love them. He they're, just, they're just I, great. I like yeah. him as you the Bond. Like Pierce, not so much. He was kind of cartoonish. I thought this. I like the hand-to-hand yeah. combat. This dude yeah, yeah. throws them hands. Like I, I yeah. like that. Like I like the more fighting kind of Bond as opposed to just standing on like a speedboat or something. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah but the, he gets it in. Yeah, I they've like been that. great. They've been really good. Yeah. So that was that. That was that trip. It was fun. Uh, we had a good time. And then I was in uh, Georgia, Georgia. Uh, last week. I had shows in Georgia, Columbus, and Augusta, and then swung back up to Fort Mill. To do some shows. So that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I mean, just, you know, taking this act on the road, man. It's awesome. It's great. Yeah. On yeah. the road. On the road. Nick's, Nick's been on the road for the past week. Yeah. As well. And he, it's funny, he went and he won money to stay in hotels by playing poker. Because he played poker professionally in Vegas for a while. I think you told me that. Yeah. yeah. So he yeah. so he did. He, he got to play poker. I don't think he's played in like a year. And he, he won all the games that he wow. was in. So it went well. I want him to teach me how to. Will he teach me to play poker? Because I know Yeah, you. but he's going to make you read. He's going to make me read? Yeah, he's going to make you read. Like I'm like, oh, I'd like to learn how to play poker. Oh, and and no. I had to read like a textbook thing. I didn't. But oh, <laughs> but no. That's, yeah, to. that's not going to work. Yeah, that's it's going to be intensive. Oh, wow. We uh we have a guest. We do. Our guest is in. If you're wondering uh, why it got real awkward yeah, and we oh seemed God. really <laughs> confused, as opposed to the other times it gets awkward. This one was because our guest uh, yeah. is in the building. Mr. Monty Franklin is here. <laughs> let's uh let's take a break real quick. We'll say hi to Monty so we don't just put him on the spot right away because he literally just got off an airplane. Wow. So, so let's let's uh, take a quick break. We'll introduce ourselves to Monty. Yes. And then we'll come back with Monty after the uh, after the break. See you in a minute, so Monty. We'll yeah. Guys, here's what's coming up at the Comedy Zone over the next couple weeks. Of course, this weekend, November 20th and 21st, our guest Monty Franklin and Rob Schneider from Saturday Night Live and uh, his new show coming up on Netflix. They're at the Comedy Zone this weekend. Uh, the weekend after uh, Thanksgiving, James Patterson, the funniest man in America, Friday and Saturday night. That's a Thanksgiving tradition here in Charlotte. Other uh, shows coming up through December, Keith Alberstadt, former writer for uh, Saturday Night Live, and you've seen him around on a few uh, places. He's coming up, uh, Fortune Feimster, uh, Brad Williams, very funny guy, coming up on New Year's Eve at the Comedy Zone. For all that information, plus tickets and whatnot, you can find all the dates and the calendar of shows coming to the Comedy Zone at the Comedy Zone website, cltcomedyzone.com. To keep up, follow the club on Twitter and Instagram at Comedy Zone CLT, and find us on Facebook. (laughs) 
<laughs> Welcome back, Comedy Zone Podcast. This well, is our first show, so that's why. Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been a while since I've been here, so I'm getting used to the... Couple weeks. Yeah, my segues weren't good to begin with, so now <laughs> they're even worse because I've been gone for a minute. Anyway, enough about that. Monty, welcome. Welcome to the podcast, All right, man. thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so let's... Oh, go ahead. You jet lagged? No. No, you're good? No, oh, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what he's saying right now. He doesn't know where he is right now. I, don't know. I walked into Wet Willies next door and was walking around there for a while, so <laughs> clearly in the wrong place. <laughs> Not a lot of Wet Willies in, uh, or, or some in LA right now. Have you seen that franchise before? I thought you actually meant Wet Willies. I'm going, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, no, I've never seen that franchise before. No? They don't uh, have them in Australia either? No. Oh. We don't have anything that you think we have. We don't have Outback Steakhouse. What? It's just a lie. That's ridiculous. I oh, know. Do you have drop bears? That we have. Yes. <laughs> Tell me you have Foster's. No, not a lot. No. <laughs> they make that shit sound like that's all y'all drink. Of Foster's and Outback Foster's. every day. The biggest Foster's brewery in the world is in Canada. <laughs> really? Yeah. I feel, I've been lied to. Yeah. It's oh. awful. So let's. Uh, so how long have you been in LA? Four years. Four. So you came straight here from Australia. Um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I moved over four years ago. I was living in Orange County, which is just near um, LA, and then three years up in in Hollywood, trying, <laughs> trying to be a superstar. Not that, so is that what brought you to LA? Because you wanted to do movies and stuff, or just the comedy? American Dream? Yeah, the American Dream. Has it been feeling like that since you've been here? The last two years, the first, <laughs> the first two were horrific. I wanted to go home every single day. What was so What was so bad about it? Just getting used to things, or what? Moving country is a lot is a big deal. You move down the street, and it's a big deal. You move into state, it's a big deal. Country is massive. Everything changes. You have to change, and it was a lot. It was a big move. I had no friends. I had nothing. It was so bad, and I couldn't get work. No one cared that I'd done stand up for twelve years, and you know I'd headlined half half of the world i just hadn't performed in america so americans don't care about anything outside america comedy wise that's it that was a bit kind of anything anything we only speak one language like we don't care much about i speak the same language you know that no i know but i'm just saying americans (laughs) generally don't reach for much outside of here No, no 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 Like they call the baseball the World Series, and like no other countries are involved. Well, like like we we kind of we're we're like that. <laughs> like the World Cup actually involves other countries. The That's World true. Series is just America. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're kind we're kind of like that. But no, that's it. so. How did you link up with Rob Schneider? How did how did you all get? So connected? I was performing at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood, and Rob was there, and um, Rob uh, was just about to go and do a tour in Australia. And he said to me after the show, he said, oh, can I um, pick your brains to get some local references for Australian stuff? And I said, of course. And then he called me up um, later that night and said, what are you doing this weekend? And um, uh, I said, I don't know. (laughs) And he said, well, come out to me to Ohio. So we went to Dayton, Ohio and did the funny bone out there for the weekend. And um, I opened for him. And... Uh, I don't know. We just um, we got along really well, and he, he he's been a great mentor and, and a massive uh, influence and help to me. Because um, before I met him, like I said, it was it and it still is very tough, still very tough. But uh, at least I've got um, someone like him to sort of uh, lead the way and show me uh, what to do and what not to do. And you know, I went out and watched him uh, perform with David Spade, Norm Macdonald. Uh, Nick Swartzen and Adam Sandler the other night in San Diego and it was possibly one of the best things I've ever seen I mean those guys that's the that's the best 
for me growing up, all those guys. Yeah. So I got to sit there and watch that and then go backstage and talk with these guys and learn more from these people. So that's been a, a massive, massive uh, thing for my career. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very thankful for all, everything that Rob's done for me. He's also a real asshole. See, <laughs> <laughs> I was being too nice to him, and I had to bring it down. <laughs> no, but that's the funny thing about from other comics I've talked to that have interacted with him. Like, really nice guy, always willing to give insight, and like and he's just one of those personalities. The, one of the first things I noticed about Rob when, because uh, we obviously go traveling a lot, and we're on planes and we're in airports and stuff, he makes time for anyone who comes up to him and says, "Oh, can I?" Get an autograph or something like that. I've never once seen him ever go, no, no, no. He stops and he makes time. And he said to me, he goes, I want you to watch what I'm doing because I learnt this from um, John Candy. Mm. John Candy said to him, it is a lot better just to stop and go, oh, hi, how are you? How's your day? And then move on and then have people think, oh, he was a bit of a dick. I've, I've followed him for 10 years and enjoyed his shows and stuff and I just wanted to say hi. Right. And he's fully right. And everyone appreciates that. And I really do see people come up and go, ah, and then he's nice to them and it brightens up their day and they walk off and they're happy. And then, you know. Right. So that's one of the first things that I saw that um, that he did. And, it, uh, yeah, it was it was good to see. So right. And he does it with everyone, does it with comedians, helps out a lot of people and stuff like that. Right. Well, that's really good. Now, you said it was rough the first couple of years before you met him just because other people weren't willing to give you Insider help, or is just tough to? It's a tough industry. I mean, mm. it's um, there's uh, in LA. There's probably ninety percent of the comedians live in LA that are doing TV and and stuff like that. So the competition is fierce, and it doesn't uh, matter the. I, I some people have told me that if you have done stand up for ten years in New York and you're well established and stuff, it doesn't matter. You go to LA and you got to start again. It's it's yeah. a whole nother ball game there. Like so, it 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 helped that I'd done all that work because I knew that I had uh, some skills on stage, but I still had to get my way into doors and stuff like that. And if you're starting to do comedy in LA, it's a tough, tough road. You are lining up outside clubs for you know, hours and hours to possibly get on next week and you have to pay to get, like, it's it's a brutal sport. <laughs> what made you choose L.A. instead of New York? Was it between the two or was it always L.A.? My sister lives in L.A. Oh, okay. So oh, it was a no-brainer. I, I lived with her for the first year and and it would have been very hard to hard to get uh, anything done without having some family there too. I, I don't think I would have lasted. Yeah. Uh, you know, leaving completely into another country and culture and and healthcare. Were you kidding me? That was the <laughs> hardest thing to figure out. I don't know what was going on. Trying to get a bank. I, could, I had no credit. Like, you know, bad credit is something, but I had zero, none. nothing, yeah. none. So I couldn't get anything. I couldn't get a car. I couldn't get a – I had to get a like a credit card with a $200 limit on it and then pay it off like a good boy for six months and then build credit eventually. <laughs> so it's such a process to do all this stuff. Right. But um, the the reason that I wanted to be in LA too is um, for the um, other aspects, the the television side of things, the, the film, all that sort of stuff. Okay. If you want to be a true and a, a great comedian, I think you uh, perform in New York, mm-hmm. and and um, and I do. But I also want to do the other things as well. Mm-hmm. So then, this is your first time in Charlotte or the South, or have you been down here a little bit, or what? I think I've been here, but I can't remember. I kind of drove through. <laughs> I drove through from LA. And I went through uh, 
Austin in Texas and then up to like Memphis in Tennessee and then across to Virginia. So would I have gone oh, wow. past here or I don't think I might have so. bypassed it. You no, not that no, route, right? right? Yeah. yeah, probably I don't not. Think. Probably not. I'm no. bad with yeah. geography. Yeah. No, I, no I was idea. just gonna agree with whatever they said. <laughs> yeah, so. I, was, I was gonna go probably not. And I, I mean, knew you would back I, me I up. could put it in the GPS <laughs> yeah. and, and <laughs> We don't know our states. No, we don't I don't know my states. <laughs> I don't know my states. But it's I mean it's well, I I would imagine that you notice the difference in the South, other crowds versus LA. Like oh, that, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I love them um I love Middle America and the South and and the the massive differences in uh, in cultures that you have within your country. Oh, you go yeah. to Australia. Australia's the same size as, as America, as the United States. But we're all the same. Everyone talks like me and is an idiot. But, <laughs> <laughs> but here, uh, even from uh, Memphis in Tennessee to um, uh, what's the what's the other place in uh, Tennessee? <laughs> Uh, Nashville, Nashville. Nashville. So they're they're like two hours away at yeah. most, I think, and yeah. they are completely different places. Wow, completely different. There's a cowboy walking around in um in Nashville, and then in Memphis, it's like a blues yeah. rhythm and blues, and it's completely different. And it's amazing to see all that. And I I love coming to um, places like like this or or Ohio or oh, where were we last? Denver. Mm-hmm. That was great mm-hmm. because um. <laughs> Everyone uh, is quite fascinated by an Australian because in LA there's a lot of Australians, so no one cares. But mm. he, in the middle of America or in the south, or, um, people are still quite fascinated and think that I hunt crocodiles, which I totally do. <laughs> I, I hunt and eat crocodile <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and what, well, what would you say has been the, the biggest adjustment you've had to make coming from Australia to the States? Like, what was what was the one thing where you were like, wow, this is you know super what? different? You'd think it would be um, big stuff like uh, driving on the other side of the road. Yeah. Or, but what it is is, and I still haven't figured this out probably because I get in just trouble all the time, like with my girlfriend or with Americans. It's, the, it's conversation and just small words and stuff that mean completely different things over here that then sound like I'm being an asshole or something like that <laughs> when I'm not. And then I, there's confusion and people are just like, well, what did he say? What was that? And, but it's the small stuff that you never really, that you never pick up on. And then sometimes people might just think, oh, he's just a dick. He, and I go, oh, no, I wasn't. I was, that's just how we talk in Australia. <laughs> right. Can I, you give an example? Like what? Uh, you know what? It's, it's small stuff like we say, uh, petrol instead of gas and we say mm. you know it's the real small stuff like big stuff is fine because people will pick you up pick up on it yeah. and go oh what does that mean and you say it but if i it's little things that people don't know is a different term in australia like that and it happens all the time um with my girlfriend and we're constantly looking up things online to see who's right and it turns <laughs> out that we both are because there's a, an australian british version and then an american version of some words and stuff like that but it's yeah, it's small things, and I can't think of anything right now because it just it has to happen, sort of, and go. Oh, it's one of those things. Now you now you said earlier that your your sister was already here. Yeah. Did she? So did how? Like, was she in Australia with you, and then came over before? How long before you did? Yeah, she's been here for ten years. So oh, now, did, oh, wow. was she pursuing entertainment too, or was she no, no? Work? She was pursuing the snow. 
she uh, she lived in New Zealand for a year and did like a ski season. Snow. Like there's not much snow in Australia. So mm. if you want to go and go skiing and stuff like that, you have to go to New Zealand or – I mean there is, but it's, it's better in New Zealand and it's much better over here. So she came and she went to Mammoth Mountain, which was in, uh, in California. It's a huge – one of the biggest, I think, in America. So she was there for maybe six years and she met her husband there and now she has a family and, and she's American. Oh, wow. <laughs> How about that? That's I was so confused when he said, well, no, she moved to L.A. for the snow. For the snow. I was, I was like, like, what? I don't think he knows geography. <laughs> <laughs> that's not quite uh, right. That's one of those things that I was talking about. You need to pick me up on that. Otherwise, there's just confusion. Um, no, no, Mammoth Mountain's like a four or five-hour drive um, okay, from yeah. L.A. Yeah. So it's California. See, I call uh, California L.A. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that could be confusing. <laughs> Everything west of St. Louis is California. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Now, coming up in, in Australia, who were some of your comedic influences? Like, who did you look at and say, you know, I, not necessarily I want to be like that person, but somebody that inspired you? Because it sounds like you, from when you were a kid, you liked comedy. You were into it. Oh, always. I mean, I always loved um uh, comedy movies and stuff. Stand up, I didn't realize was the thing until I got older. Um, I think, like probably every single comedian on earth, the first comedian that I um, saw was Richard Pryor, just on <laughs> DVD. And I didn't understand what was going on. I just thought, this is crazy. <laughs> I was like a 10 year old kid in Australia going, what is happening? <laughs> but um, to be honest, my favorite. Um, comedians to watch movie wise was um was rob schneider and adam mm. sandler wow. um and i've told rob this on many occasions and he likes to hear it but um <laughs> yeah. it, 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 hot chick was uh one of those movies you know when you're um about 18 and you you've just you just watch movies over and over with your friends like may, maybe i don't know it's a it's a weed smoking thing in america but we don't smoke weed much in australia so it's more of like a drinking thing so you drink and you just watch the same movie and you laugh with your friends like 400 times and it was that movie right. and then it was you know it's pretty crazy that you know 10 years after that i i get to call wow. rob a, a friend and a and a colleague that's crazy wow yeah. like <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and just that connection like y'all, y'all met at the comedy store and just boop. yeah yeah but it's um I, i've i've said before you know oh, it was luck and a lot of um comedian friends of mine have said you know luck's not the right word you worked your ass off to get yourself on that stage at the Laugh Factory to get seen by Rob Schneider. So they're right. You know, it takes a lot and a lot of kicks in the nuts. Oh, so many kicks in the nuts <laughs> before, you know, you get someone just go, oh, we'll give you a shot for a second, but then you get more kicks in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like one of those things where they, where they say, you know, when preparation meets opportunity. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Because if the opportunity would have been there and you weren't prepared, it wouldn't have mattered. Exactly. So you put yourself, right, you put yourself in that position. Yeah, and so. if he took me like he did to Ohio for the weekend and I opened up and did 20 minutes and I wasn't ready, he might have gone, oh, okay, we've had yeah. fun and part ways or whatever. But, you know, I was totally ready for that at the time. So so there was no nervousness when he was like, yeah, why don't you come on a roll with me? Where Part of you wasn't like, oof, okay. Nah. No, I was ready. I, I remember speaking to um, a comedian friend of mine in Australia, and he, he was like, whoa. And um, I'm like, yeah, I'm just doing 20 minutes. And he went, ah, great. You know, he knew. He knew. I've been doing it for 10 years. So 20 yeah. minutes, and it's fine, easy. Mm-hmm. If I was doing four hours, which no one does. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be real weird. It'd be strange. As a middle. You just open up. You just open up with How long hours. is the headliner if the middle does four hours? I'm giving him a light for three hours and 45 minutes. I don't know what he's doing. Don't stop. Run the battery out on the light. 
Let's uh, let's take a quick break. We're going to lose Spencer for just a second. Monty, you can stick around, right? For, yeah, yeah. Since I'm your ride, I guess you. <laughs> you have yeah, yeah. no Someone, choice. Someone's driving me somewhere. <laughs> so let's uh, let's take a quick break. Um, I apologize in advance for what I'm going to play coming out of this break. All right. But, uh, it's the only Australian music I know other than Men at Work. So um, I apologize for this, but we'll is be back a, in just is it a AC, second. DC? Oh, damn it. No, I forgot it's AC, <laughs> AC. Oh, that would have been great. Well, I'll play well, that going now into the Now I want to know thing. what it is. This guy. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back on the Comedy Zone podcast. Spencer's got to go. You want to say goodbye, Spencer? Bye, Spencer. See? See what I did there? All right, bye. <laughs> what they say is. Hey guys, you can follow Rob Schneider on Twitter at Rob Schneider. Follow Monty Franklin at Monty Franklin, M-O-N-T-Y-F-R-A-N-K-L-I-N. You can keep up with us at the Comedy Zone Podcast by following us on Twitter at The CZ Podcast, finding a Facebook page on Facebook. And uh, as for the crew, Will Jacobs is at I am Will Jacobs, Spencer Taylor at Spencer Taylor. I'm at NCBalto72. Don't forget to check out the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us, leave a review. It's the best way to help the show continue to grow. And while you're at it, tell two friends. Welcome back, Comedy's Old Podcast. I think I found the karaoke version of, of <laughs> You Shook Me Off My Line for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> It'll kick in in a second. It sounds weird, doesn't it? Like I'm on my channel. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hope it. <laughs> you give me the lyrics, I can sound just like that. <laughs> you have no idea what that was, do you? Will? That was good. Highway to hell. Uh, that was you shook me. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah, that's how I pronounced it. It was originally that. supposed to be called Hot. <laughs> look not it up. No, no. How many people up. know this? <laughs> not many. It was, and then somebody else took Highway to Hell, and then they ended up with you shook me. That's how that went down. Facts or lies? I'm telling y'all too much about the industry. <laughs> Will has learned more about rock and roll doing this podcast than I think he ever thought. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, but you know what? I got I got my go tos with rock and roll. I got my you know. I got my Foo Fighters. I got my uh, and I was a '90s kid, so I got my Guns and Roses, yeah, yeah. my Metallica. What do you like better, Guns and Roses or Metallica? Mm, Guns and Roses. Oh, I know yeah. everybody. I know. I, I know. But use your illusion. Lose your illusion. Yeah. Use, use use your, your illusion. Use your illusion. Yeah. That was yeah. I love Slash. I was a Slash guy. Yeah, I like Slash. Use your illusion is kind of where Guns and Roses fell apart for me. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That was what I thought made them. That was me it. Me too. Really? Yeah. No, no, no. Appetite for Destruction was the one of the good. Because I was, I was yeah, in college yeah. when that came out. And the yeah. first time I heard uh, Welcome to the Jungle, I was just completely oh, blown away. Oh, that was, it. yeah. yeah. Oh, so that was on Appetite for Destruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I okay. feel I feel like I was four or five years too late for Guns N' Roses, you know? To yeah. really, because it needs to be in yeah. your teenage or your college years, yeah. to, and that was when Metallica for for me and my friends. So yeah, um, and that's the best concert I've ever been to. I went to a Metallica concert. And really, they just played everything, and yeah, oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> Love me some Pearl Jam too. Yeah, yeah. Now I've seen them live. 
Have you? Yeah, I've never seen Poetry. I went to a music festival in Philadelphia called Made in America, mm-hmm. and they had like it's one that Jay Z puts on, yeah. but they had like all kinds of acts. And then you know that song Ninety Nine Problems. Mm-hmm. Well, Jay Z did that with the lead with Pearl Jam. Okay, like they did it together. Yeah, my head almost exploded. <laughs> it was too, it was too much. Like like Jeremy might be top ten of my favorite songs of all time. Really, Jeremy spoke like that was my yeah. That was I don't know I, that was just my it's thing. Cool, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I got you know I got I'm, I'm, I, t- I keep telling you, bro. I'm very diverse. You are diverse with my musical taste. Yeah. Did yeah. Pearl Jam have hysteria here? Because they were they had hysteria in Australia, like you know crowds overwhelmingly. Oh yeah, like like Beatlemania sort of stuff for Pearl Jam. Would you say it was that? <laughs> yeah, level? it wasn't quite that. That first album came out hot, mm. eleven. Uh, and I remember that was kind of when Pearl Jam was kind of like, whoa, we're not sure if we want to be huge and famous. <laughs> yeah. Which Too I late. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> Just all um, that before writing that? It was, yeah. I mean, they came out really strong, but it wasn't, it probably wasn't, I mean, anything close to like, you know, being, I can't think of, I mean, maybe Michael Jackson. Well, you know, one thing that helped Pearl Jam back a little bit, mm-hmm. nobody died. Well, that's true. Normally yeah. one person has to get shot, kill themselves. That's just the way, you know, that's yeah. the way stuff becomes, seems to become legendary. It's almost like artwork. It's not worth anything until somebody dies. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, I don't know. No drug overdoses, none of that. Yeah, you look at Hendrix. Hendrix only had like two years. I mean, his window was like two years long. Yeah. yeah. They really hindered yeah. their career by staying alive. By staying alive. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. You what need a mistake. To, I've been thinking about dying a number of times. Because I don't think my stuff is selling like it should. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, my CD isn't selling. Oh, my CD is, it's like it never came out. <laughs> Just if I'd have got shot, it would have went double platinum. I'm certain of it. There was some jewels on there. No, I don't have a CD. I don't have a CD. So, so you, so you here, you're here in America, Monty. And so, how I, it's always interesting to me how folks from other countries perceive some of the shit that goes on here, like Donald Trump. How to, like. How does, That's a joke, right? That's I, just like, yeah. I, so like, how, it's like, like a documentary. It's like that thing that uh, Joaquin Phoenix did. It's one of those uh, things, isn't it? It's got to be. Gotta be. You guys can't it doesn't be make serious. it right. It can't be serious, right? Uh, yeah, it looks you know it's good I, for comedians. Have you seen the um, – the, I love a conspiracy theory, a good conspiracy theory. They're just so good. There's one um, – there's a shot of uh, Donald Trump going down an escalator and he like waves in this certain way. Have you seen this? Yeah. And then there's a, a scene from The Simpsons 10 years ago and it is exactly <laughs> – the same, exactly it the is. same. Yeah. Donald Trump, two thousand and fifteen, running for prep. Like it's, <laughs> you look at it, and you go, "What is going on? How is that, that possible?" Someone yeah. waves in exactly the same manner. Like it's, that's 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 eerie. It's that's scary. Set up or something. Have a have a look if you're it listening. Have a look, yeah. Google that because it's worth the watch. <laughs> have you ever seen a politician in Australia that does not give a shit like Donald Trump does not give a shit? Has there any been any personalities that were like that? Okay, so the. Prime Minister of Australia around 15, probably 20 years ago now, uh, he still still has the world record for the fastest chugging, as you say, <laughs> of a yard glass of beer. It's See, in the Guinness Book of Records. It's our, it was the Prime Minister of Australia. His name's Bob Hawke. So the world record for Prime Ministers or well, the no. world record for human world beings? World record, full stop, of human oh. beings is our Prime Minister. <laughs> He did it in college. How do you not vote for that guy? Uh, I don't know. How do you not vote for that guy? Well, that guy's got a beer. We should probably put him in charge, shouldn't we? 
I mean, if he can do that, surely he can <laughs> balance the budget. <laughs> What's his platform? I don't care. I don't, I don't, care. Care. I don't care. He does things and he does it quick. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't hold back. <laughs> so how do they how do they perceive Obama abroad, like in Australia? Do you have any any sense of how people view him? Um, I think similar to um, Americans, how they feel, and and mm-hmm. what I see is mixed results. And but mm-hmm. genuine, gen, gen, gen- generally mm-hmm. speaking, um, people like him. Yeah. And I think that's the way in America. Um, mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of people who are like, blah, blah, but generally speaking, mm-hmm. he's like, you know, he's not just a complete. Uh, no, I think I think all around the world, Obama's pretty, uh, pretty liked. I think so. Yeah. So then, do you have because because here there's a lot of division between Republicans, Democrats. Like everybody seems to take a yeah, side. Yeah, there and it's is. Real. Is that is it like that at all in Australia with the political parties or no? Yeah, but no one really cares about it as much. Like it, it is. There is the divide of liberal and labor, um, and people are very strong with their beliefs, but only for like two seconds, and they go over oh, that, and they go, I, and they go, I don't care, whatever, <laughs> ah, whatever, whatever. Let's just beer. have a beer. Who who drinks the fastest beer? Put him in charge. That'll do. But that is the that's a very Australian mentality to have like a oh no no do you care? Not really. I don't care. I don't know why I kicked up a fuss like that. <laughs> that's what it is. I don't know what it was. So no one's gonna get like we're never gonna have a civil war. Right, not gonna happen. <laughs> nah. So what what do you miss most about Australia? That probably very laid back <laughs> attitude. Friendly. You know what is um it's very uh, scary. With authority here in um, America, police, and even going to the DMV, like everyone's very serious and, oh, you have to get this form and go over there and get this signature and stuff like that. And, oh, and back in Australia, like if you, I didn't have my license, I'd lost it, and I walked into the DMV in Australia, which is called something else, and I just went, I've lost my license. The guy went, ah, <laughs> all right, what are you... What do you reckon we do? And I went, I don't know. He goes, let's just take another photo and do another one. I'm like, all right, can we do that? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> like, it, it, it's like that. Oh, can we no. can we isolate for future podcasts? Monty going, oh. <laughs> yes, we can. Yeah, please take that. That sound needs to bite. be a sound it's a drop. <laughs> Whenever I'm, we don't give a shit about something, I'm gonna use that as my ringtone on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That I like that though. I think I would I would enjoy that kind of environment. Just yeah. kind of laid back, not too serious. I mean, that sounds yeah, good. We, we, yeah, we love our red tape here. Oh, we my love God. our, our, yeah, our, the red our bureaucracy. Tape. Yeah, uh, it, it does my head in sometimes, and I love it so much when I find someone who doesn't do the red tape because there are people here who just can't be bothered with it. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, I don't know, they're just. Do whatever you want. And I'm like, oh, good. Thank you. That's the spirit. <laughs> ah. Finally. <laughs> now, how are you? Now, what about sports? Are you a soccer fan or rugby? What's your Or football, American football? What do you like? Uh, I like everything. I like oh. watching everything. And if everyone's got passionate about something and they want to um, show me their sport and their team and they like soccer and their team's Manchester United, I'm going to sit and watch it. And I'll go, cool, all right, I get your game. And then I watched uh, the World Series of baseball i didn't know what was going on really but it's not that hard of a game to follow right and um i wanted the um the cubs to win but that didn't happen Mm. but um i love football my mate played for the dallas cowboys for 10 years so i went to a a couple of games and i and i love watching um football i again i don't know exactly what's going on but it's (laughs) it's easy enough to follow and neither do neither do half the coaches yeah Uh, the guy the coach of my team doesn't know what's going on (laughs) i'm a philadelphia eagles fan i'm convinced 
Chip Kelly doesn't always know what's going on. That's so what that, I saw. I saw the Cowboys and the Eagles at the new Cowboys Stadium. You saw it years. there? Yeah. I heard that place is massive. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's really good. Giant screen at the top of the thing. Stupid. Yeah. My, I, friend, my friend was the punter, and he's the only punter ever to hit that screen. Apparently. Oh, yeah. What's yeah, his yeah. name? Right. Matt McBriar. Yeah, yeah, Matt McBriar. Yeah. yeah. That's right, because he kicked it and it he kicked it and hit the screen. Because they thought it was going to be a problem, and it was like nobody else could do it, so it was fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. That's they didn't know cool. what to do. They had to stop the game or something. They went, oh, just stop for a second. We'll figure out what that means." So you, so um, I was reading, and and you uh, have a show that you're going to start doing with Rob Schneider, correct? Uh, yeah, Rob Show is that, yeah, that was Rob what show. you would have read about. It's mm-hmm. called Real Rob. Yeah, it's coming out on Netflix December first, and Rob. Um, and his wife, uh, who wrote it, wrote uh, the role for me specifically, which is cool. And um, I come in. There's eight episodes. I come in in the eighth episode, and uh, kind of the, that's the finish of the series. Would it be giving it away to say what kind of role you're playing? Like, yeah, mine's very specific. Very specific. So I don't want to. <laughs> okay, um, you don't want to give it away. I can I can allude to it. So basically, I um, no no I can't even allude to it. <laughs> <laughs> He had us ready. He, oh. he passes me <laughs> yeah. off as a celebrity. Oh, he passes okay. me off as right. a celebrity, dresses me up as someone. So uh, I don't want to give too much Who away. Who could Monty pass? I don't even want to guess because if we guess correctly, then we've, we've <laughs> I mean, he's spoiled a good, eight he's a episodes. Of, guy. Yeah, I don't, so yeah. he could be. Don't, he, don't, don't, I don't even want to. We'll do it off mic. give it away? Yeah, I don't want to oh, ruin oh, eight episodes. Like, like we're going to nail it. What the fuck are you No, I have a really good idea. Oh, so you shut up. I have a good lead here. I've got it on good authority that he's playing Donald Trump. I just that's what I heard. The young Donald Trump. Donald Trump's playing Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump's uh, playing <laughs> cartoon uh, character. So that, that uh, I think that's all the time we have for this week, it is. right? Was, we gotta go. Yeah, unfortunately, because I could sit here with Monty and yeah, shoot the shit all day, man. Four hours. Maybe you should just do all of them. Just just leave L.A. and just stay here. All right, yeah, I'll stay here with us. I That'll love it. Be awesome. Let's yeah. Do it. Are yeah. the Charlotte yeah. Hornets still in town? <laughs> yeah, they're here. <laughs> I had a Charlotte Hornets hat when I was a kid. Didn't know what it was at all. I didn't realize until I came over here and I went, oh, okay, cool. So you yeah. just randomly had it. Like, it was like, oh, oh yeah, that's Australia. Hat. We got American stuff and have no idea what it is. I had a um, Orlando Magic uh, singlet and didn't know what that was Not one player. Had no clue. I knew, I knew Shaq was yeah. on there. That was it. Wait, but, you guys didn't get like the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl champion shirts or anything like that, did you? I that have would no be... idea what you're talking you about. Would... Okay, good. That's yeah. just as well. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, and sometimes the teams will like make up a shirt because they think they're going to win. Oh, uh, yeah. And then they don't. And then it's got champions, but they're not the champions. Oh. So they send them off to other countries and people just <laughs> I wear the a, shit. Just on that, I watched a documentary on the Cubs and when they, all the times they've lost and they had that, they had a trophy ready and everything and the thing and then they like lost and they go, get it out, get it out, get it out, burn it, burn it. <laughs> well, Marty, thanks so much for coming through, man, and hanging no with us for a little bit. Had a great time. Enjoy the shows this weekend, and much continued success, man. Thank you. Good I appreciate you. it. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Next time. We'll see you next time. Comedy Zone Podcast. For myself, Brian Baltashevitz, we're out of here. Peace. Oh, and Spencer Taylor, too. The Comedy peace, Zone peace. Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern, Lisa Barr, and Brian Baltashevitz. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.